Hello, everyone, and welcome to Friday Feature. Friday Feature is back. We decided to bring it back uh, a little bit for the fall. My name is Damon Jensen-Heitman. I am one of the pastors at First Presbyterian Church in Hastings, Nebraska, uh, and I am joined this afternoon by... This is where you you jump in. I'm like, yeah, bye, definitely. and then I leave a blank, and then you then you hop into it. So, I Last time too. Yeah, so joined uh, this afternoon by Hannah Jensen Heitman. Okay, very nice. Those who may remember the Friday feature is we take a little bit of a scripture and then we hand it off to an artist and encourage them to do something with it. Uh, Hannah, being a mostly musical artist, has created a song to go with it. So. Uh, for this fall, we wanted to do kind of a series on characters um, from the from the Bible in particular. So I'd uh, say we're going to talk about Ruth and Naomi. We've got Peter in the hopper. We've got Nathan and David in the hopper. Hopefully we can get something figured out for Esther as well. Uh, maybe possibly Elijah and Elisha. So, and I've kind of encouraged these folks to like, if you're going to write a theme song for these characters or for this sort of little moment in time, what would that be? So uh, without a whole lot of other rigmarole, we have um, Ruth and Naomi today for us. Uh, Hannah, were you familiar with Ruth and Naomi before signing on to this project? I was a bit familiar as it was one of the passages read at our wedding a couple of weeks ago. It was indeed. <laughs> Were you familiar with it before that, though? I was, yes. Okay. And what did you know about Ruth and Naomi? Um, I knew that Ruth, you know, was wanted to go with Naomi and didn't want to leave her to, you know, fend for herself and leave that land. Um, she was... I just remember learning about Ruth and just thinking of her as a very compassionate and strong and helpful and just dependable person is what I kind of thought of her as. Right. Yeah. And you've kind of actually set up well for us the passage. So the the particular passage that we're going to read is Ruth 1 verses 14 through 18, which is a really well-known piece of scripture that I'm I would imagine that people are familiar with, but let's take a little bit of setup and context. So, uh, so the book of Ruth begins not actually with Ruth, uh, but with Naomi. And Naomi will become Ruth's uh, mother-in-law. So uh, Naomi and her husband live in the land called Judah, but there's a famine in the land of Judah. So they take their two sons to a foreign land called Moab. And soon after they arrive there, Naomi's husband dies, uh, leaving her with two sons and not much else. So her sons grow older, and they marry Moabite women by the names of Orpah and Ruth. Right? Uh, and after they've been there for about 10 years, her sons, uh, her sons are married, but her sons die as well. So now she's left with no sons, no husband. Uh, no family of any kind in that area, uh, which as a woman in the ancient world made her, put her in a very precarious position. She had no means of providing for herself. She couldn't inherit property. 
uh, being a widow then meant that you were incredibly vulnerable. That's why the biblical witness is always encouraging us to take care of widows in the land. They were among the poor, the destitute, and those in need. So since she has no resources, Naomi decides that she is going to head back to Judah. Uh, she may have some distant relatives there who could care for her. And as she prepares to depart, she tells her daughter-in-laws, Orpah and Ruth, to return um, to their own families, to return to the houses of their mothers. Um, they, however, insist that they will go with Naomi. So Naomi explains to them the desperation of her situation. She's too old to be married again, and certainly too old to bear children. And she says to Ruth and Orpah, even if I thought that there was hope for me, I don't see hope for you in Judah. So turn back, my daughters, stay here. And that's where we pick up uh, the story in Ruth chapter 1, verses 14 through 18, which reads something like this. Then they wept aloud again. Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. So she said, See, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, do not press me to leave you or to turn back from following you. Where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God my God. Where you die, I will die. There will I be buried. May the Lord do thus and so to me and more as well, if even death parts me from you. When Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said no more to her. And that's how that little passage of scripture ends. So, uh, and that was the little story and the little bit, uh, Hannah, that you played with. Were there parts of it in particular that were resonating with you that you wanted to sort of pull out in the music? Did it remind you of other things? Where'd you go? What'd you do? Um, I think that the line that stuck out to me the most was when Ruth says, where you go, I will go. Um, which even at, when I was read at our wedding, like I, I teared up during that part because <laughs> that's just like, that's how I feel that I want to be for so many people. I want to say that like to, to all these, the people in my life that I care about, like I'll go with you wherever you go. Cause I just love you so much. Um, and so that was kind of the thing that stuck out to me. And then it reminded me of the Carol King song, where you lead, I will follow. So it was like, took me a little bit to not be influenced by that because I love that song a lot. <laughs> and it would kind of be perfect, I think, for this um, mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. So, but that was kind of the, the, the first part, the first line that I wrote was where you go, um, you'll know where to find me, is what I said, but. Mm -hmm. And um, tell us a little bit about kind of like the feel of the song that you were going for it's um well, i definitely kind of yeah i i didn't want it to be slow um because this isn't there's a lot of sadness in the situation but it's really a happy like just mm -hmm. a, a good a feeling of supporting one another which is not a sad thing um and i i wanted it to kind of feel like i just imagined 
them walking, traveling to, you know, their next destination and, you know, hitting all these places in between and just needing motivation and a beat to help them get there. So that's kind of, I guess, the the foundational like baseline beat mm-hmm. sort of, I guess, that you would hear in the song that I wrote to me is supposed to kind of mimic um, them marching or walking to their, to their next destination. Um, yeah. so. I'm glad uh, you, you just used the word marching, which I was just going to use also like that. Um, that's a particular word that you have in the lyrics. Uh, I'll just go ahead and read them for my folks. Part of the, would, this is probably the chorus, right? Yeah. Um, here you have, where you go, you'll know where to find me. Where you go, I'll be there. Where you go, I'm marching beside you. Uh, where you go, the load we will share. And, and so I've listened to the song once through. I've also heard you playing pieces, parts of it uh, several times, right? <laughs> and I think one of the things that I like about it is, and that really pairs well with this passage is that there's, um, it's not like a, a, a heavy song in like terms of emotion, but there is like, there's a weight to it. Mm-hmm. if that makes sense um which i think pairs really well with this passage of like it's not just oh we're good friends and we're gonna go off and have some sort of an adventure together right like this is a, a song of like a passage of two people who are in a a vulnerable place um and are are face walking into an unknown situation who knows what they'll come across on their journey to get back uh, for Naomi to Judah, for Ruth, this will be her first time going to Judah. Now she's going to a foreign land. Um, so there's there's some serious stuff going yeah. on in this. And in the midst of that, they're, yeah, and in the midst of that, they're committed to a while there. And the song has a nice weight to it that I think sort of reflects that in some, does that, is that making sense? Yeah, it's definitely, it's a serious decision and, and a, a scary, you know, journey that they, I'm sure, had ahead of them. Um, but yeah, there's some lightness in it as well that they are going together. Um, mm-hmm. That's important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, should we try to give it a listen? <clears throat> I suppose so. People are probably just pins and needles. Okay, here we go. So this is a song called Where You Go written and performed by Hannah Jensen Heitman. I will add also at this moment that uh, I know that Hannah, that you have, this is a full song, right? But in your mind, you hear lots of other parts to go with it. For me, this song probably is is probably meant for, if it is going to be a solo voice, as I'm performing it here, it should probably be a much stronger voice than what I have. I have like kind of a softer, sweeter voice. And this, Mm -hmm. I think, calls for something a little more punchy that I just am not really able to do. Mm -hmm. But I also have in my mind it um, being performed by a choir with lots of lush harmonies and like a sort of call and response type of section too, which would be cool. And yeah, just lots of other things that I couldn't get done. 
<laughs> or I couldn't get, you know, a choir together or, you know, even. Right. Get a we put in, we put in a call to Adina Menzel's people. Uh, yeah. We didn't hear back. Yeah. From them. Um, but like that kind of a voice, is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Something, yeah. Something like that. Um, okay. But if it was not for solo, then, you know, just a, a strong choir. Yeah. I think could really deliver. I mean, it sounds good as it is, but folks can also imagine it another way if yeah. they would like. And now we've imagine teased them. All the, all the chords that I have the choir singing, just imagine it. Yeah, just add them in however you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we've teased them once and maybe twice. Uh, we should probably play the song. Okay, here we go. Where You Go by written and performed by Hannah Jensen-Heitman. Oh, 
So there you go. There the, ending a, the ending sounds a little cheesy right now, but with all the the choir behind it, it doesn't sound very as cheesy. No, it'll yeah, no, it'll be good. It's <laughs> where you go, there you go, where you go, when you go, how you go. Stop the screen sharing action. Uh, so the, yeah, so I I am sure that people um, found that uh, to be. I was going to say entertaining, but entertaining is not the right word. Uh, one of the things that I really like about this passage is that it fits so many of our lives at so many different times and in so many different situations, right? Um, like we, we had it read at our wedding, which makes sense. Um, but I think you could just as easily, uh, you know, read it when you're about to drop your kid off for the first day of kindergarten or a million other settings and situations um, that sense and you you wrote well in your lyrics that sense of that um, uh, we're not we're not made to go through things alone we're made to go through things um, with others if, if we're willing to go let them go with us and if we're willing to go with them but, mm -hmm. Any other parting thoughts? I don't think so. Support each other. Help each other. That's what go. we need. That's Where you go? There you go. We do as humans. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, thanks uh, to Hannah. Uh, thanks to me as well, I guess. Why not? Uh, thanks to you all for listening or viewing. And as I said, we hope to have a kind of a brief series, maybe five or six of these um, throughout the course of the fall. They won't be an every Friday kind of a thing. Um, maybe every other, maybe not, depending on time and schedules and all of those sorts of things. So uh, until next time, toodaloo.